0: Season 4. Episode 2. The Woofer. Work from anywhere. Reality. In this episode, Sarah tells of a woofer experience while walking her dog. Mid work break, when a bulldog muscled its way up a drive and launched into an attack on her dog the boys alan and rage discuss employer liabilities and sarah reminds the boys that businesses like joanna cloths the dog safe workplace yep that's right the dog safe workplace the reflections continue to cross over in healthcare and other woofer experiences Sarah regales a tale of her presentation of neurological symptoms that caused her emergency roomed admission during a workday. A good person will fail in a bad system. For some background, this episode marries well to Season 1, Episode 3, Pets and Air Fryers. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to this first and enjoy this episode after. Hello and welcome to the Why Work podcast series. You are listening to Trace Witkowski, Sarah Bazell, and Alan Girl. Gone a bit quiet, so I want to throw it out there because we talked a lot about it and it was the zeitgeist (laughs) at the time. We all got excited about it. Where are we at with working from home or working from anywhere? What do you think the mood of the WFA? Or W-F-H. W-F-H. Woofer, the woofer. <laughs> yeah, work from anywhere or work from home. <laughs> Is it still it's, a thing?
1: It's still a thing. Yeah.
2: It's still a thing. You know, okay. Tres, it, the other day, I think I mentioned this to you, Alan, I was I, I was walking my dog, right? And we were going down a lovely, one of our favourite little walks.
0: And oh, Your dog didn't run away? My dog didn't run
2: away. Wow. No, no, he's, he's right with me, no problem. But, Happy.
0: Your dog tends to run away. What, what? Your dog tends to run away. Oh, he wants it.
2: to if he gets a chance, yeah. but he didn't. No, no. Lovely day, gorgeous sun, taking a little break from some work, short walk, and from a neighbor's driveway, and it's, it's vertical, it went up to the street, I noticed this bulldog and I thought what and there was no lead and no collar hmm. and he just started to stroll he was you know casually I don't know if they stroll they sort of stomp with wide elbows right <laughs> muscled his way up this driveway yes. and I thought uh oh and I thought okay so I moved our, our trajectory of movement yes. changed I went across the road and I thought, I'll just give us some space. Yeah. Seemed calm. No. This <sighs> thing sprinted across the road and started to attack us. Oh no. It sprinted aggressively and started to attack my dog and oh, I was in the
0: mix and I'm getting
1: Sarah. the
2: lead tangled up in between all of us. I'm like, you know, freaking out thinking, what do I do? Now I've watched YouTube things about what to do in yes. the middle of a dog fight. <laughs> the YouTube advice is to put your leg over and straddle a dog so that then you take control. Oh. There is way i have even tested this out there's yeah, no, no way my <laughs> dog starts jumping left right and center kicking you off <laughs> like there's no way that's gonna work no. so i need to learn from some good dog trainers we've got uh, joanna from the dog save that's workplace coming man. right to learn about this because what would happen if i'm in the middle of i'm employed by you or- and i'm walking my dog yes. i get attacked and there's an injury and we've already mm-hmm. established we that get. there's some liability mm-hmm. right And here I am on my own, you know, dog walk time. Fortunately, and that Mm. that dog bit into the side flank of my, of our dog, right? Oh, no. So so fortunately, finally, some young teens ran up and uh, they were able to hold the the neck flesh and around the weight of their dog and and help restrain them because there would have been no way I could have gotten this dog off by myself. was Mm. this their dog.
0: So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's bolted out of the. Bolted, bolted somehow out.
2: got it, got its way uh, out, muscled its way up the driveway. Dog. Looked calm for a moment until it wasn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, then it really terrible. was.
2: But there are so many unknowns that can happen in the work from yeah. anywhere. But at the same time, it is such a, a desirable feature for so many workers. Uh, those who have the mm. you know uh, the luxury of not of working in a space that's safe and, you know, protective and both healing for them. In other words, they've got adequate space. They're not sharing a room with five other people. They, you know, culturally yeah, are not having but- to caregive at the same time. Uh, they live live in a good neighborhood. There are privileged Yes. Folks who are privileged to have that safe home workplace and adequate space and tools and equipment, they want that. Yeah, and there's that movement to enable that.
1: We've got the good fortune of um, uh, presenting uh, with WorkCover, which is the workers' comp. Uh, Provider, Mm. and um, as you know, and uh, uh, I've had some early discussions with the representative that's going to co-present on on Work Covers' perspective on work from home, Mm. and I'm not getting any indication at all from them that they're trying to. Hmm. Fence in the, the area of liability. Uh, I think at the moment it's still wide open. Mm. Yeah, um, no
0: pun intended. Fence in. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Your
2: twenty one thousand dollar fence, straight yeah. for it's, it's, it's a
0: dog. Bloody good fence. <laughs> dog was cheap as chips, but not not the fence. Not the fence. <laughs> but yeah. you know. But what I wonder though, I'm gonna flip it, and I've wondered because I, I like to do a bit of a hybrid, I do a bit of both. I have noticed when I do come into the office, we have a bit of a banter, the doors open, we have a bit of a chat. Oh, for me, you know, it's a good reason to have a coffee with a couple. Colleagues sometimes I have colleagues who have retired mm. come in because they're, they're nearby and we talk about stuff. I can assure you, and this is the top person I am no amount of teams or no amount of sort of you know teleconference could ever replace that human yeah,
2: connection
0: that you face. do. So, if you've got a good work environment, it is good to come into the office because, in terms of doing your work, but you're also talking to people. And I wonder. What will the WFA, WFH... Uh, you've got such a beautiful environment you to work in. I'd never nice go home. Yeah, i yeah, I'm the, the start the parking spree. And but, it, that can be stressful. You know, well, the,
2: all of these features, may, yeah. you make a good point. Like, you've yeah. got to work extra hard to make it attractive to come to somewhere away from your home if you're in one of those, mm. color a privileged role, you know, mm. yeah, a, a, factory, a, you know. a cognitive worker mm. where you're not relying to be the frontline worker where you could do work concentrated work from home, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're one of those type of uh, cognitive-based professional roles, then sure, you know, what's going to attract you to come into the office? The social milieu, the tribal culture that has to be very positive and encouraging. Uh, You've been to Sarah's office? yeah.
0: Good design. We did the sort uh, of draft run of the first episode in Sarah's office. of office. <laughs> We had a preview
1: with guests.
2: Community preview. No, that's not the office. That's the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that the office? No, no. in the background. Yeah, you saw So I do. I worked at home oh, office.
1: Hard, the I've office. been
2: work from home. Work from anywhere. Work from anywhere. Really, cafes, whatever. For more than twenty years. Yeah. I was it before it was an it. it was a thing. It. I was doing so that. The, you were ground. And in fact our consultancy team, we had an office once in Tenerife in Brisbane and nobody used it. No, like used Nobody it used mm. it. They preferred but, we go out to client sites and their yeah. office is our office while we're doing the, you know, consultation and assessments and participatory transformative processes that we do. Yeah. <laughs> and and then, you know, we mm. observe and we interview and we have to, you know, live a day in the life of and empathize with the folks and then we go back yeah. and write reports yep. and, and consult yeah. meet and the, never... Never did our team really, at the same time, want to be in, or not not that they did not want to be, but it didn't coalesce easily in everybody's schedule to be another serious coalesce, coalesce another yeah. to be so, in the same place same time and so we just disbanded that office
0: we yeah. just didn't need it and, right. you know and it's not just privileged workers uh, many people are yeah you know, with they're, they're tele or they're just doing like data entry from home which is the new blue-collar work mm. certainly if you measure the the rate of pay and that's really difficult repetitive work and it's got its own sets of injuries as well mm-hmm. so you no know, it's not just the privileged uh, few sir it's not just say us well
2: I Call that privilege if you have that a little bit of
0: a choice
2: around that, yeah. and if the nature of the work could be done elsewhere. Yes. Whereas there are frontline workers Who when the nature can't. of the work just can't, exactly. just cannot yeah. be done. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: excellent. All right. Well, thanks very much, and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm really comfortable speaking
2: about sort of health needs and, and my life generally. A lot of pretty open book in some of these recordings. And I uh, think it might be useful for people to think about this issue because it's not commonly. Experience not commonly captured by GPs. And I recently found out that I have an MTHFR gene, a zygotic MTHFR gene. And if you think that that sounds like the mother for a gene, you are exactly right, because that's what I was calling it. That's what the doctors were calling it. Okay. <laughs> and, and from that, um, it, I'll tell you the numbers, A1298C, right? And what it did was caused me to have a Bell's palsy, and I've been in here recording with you guys with a lisp, and you can hear back on some of those episodes, and I've been lisping, and we've been giggling while that's been happening. (laughs) Oh, okay. I
0: I did not notice.
2: You did not notice. Shut up. (laughs) I (laughs) did. Now, look,
0: we're we're, we're just trying to get all comfortable. It's almost like we're leading into a reflection on working from home.
2: Well, home and healthcare. It's actually just making me first think about Ah. healthcare. So when I had this Bell's palsy, which has sprung back, my face is back on now, right? It was caused because I couldn't methylate uh, my folate right? And it's something, again, standard doctors won't find out. I had to do a lot of research. It looked like I'd had a a stroke, so it was quite confronting. And I was able to get a lot of support from functional medicine, but it required a hell of a lot of self-advocacy and self-research that a lot of people are not equipped to do for themselves or even know where to begin. And I'm fortunate I have a healthcare background that's a good platform. And my experience in an emergency room was quite interesting. I gave feedback as I tend to do, and when I was in the emergency room, as soon as I walked in, I get this response from the team saying, stroke, Assessment, stroke assessment, right. So if I if I was more vulnerable and particularly freaked out, or somebody prone to anxiety, that would have just escalated my anxiety right then, because I can hear them calling down the line as they're looking at my you know half formed face, going stroke review, stroke review down the down the down the hallway. Um, the other thing that happened when I was moved up and they did their basic assessments, uh, they pretty much discounted a lot of the feedback I was giving to them about some of my symptoms. The the registrar initially and. I was really trying to connect that to some migraines that I've had this year and the other aspect was I said you know I can walk my body is moving fine but they threw me in a bed and I'm like can I just walk here no no you'll lose your bed absolutely not you don't want to do that so immediately I'm in like a sick role right I'm watching the orderlies try to move around to have access and they're bumping beds and people into all the pillars that are poorly placed all throughout the emergency department Hmm. and (laughs) i'm supposed to go in to get some medical imaging and i was in there you know early in the evening and then it progressed till I'm there till almost midnight I kept saying I've got a child home alone can you put I'm not pushing that I get seen immediately but can I just have some feedback so I can triage his care right how do I help manage what's going to happen at home and I kept being told, you know, just a moment, we'll be right, we'll be right with you. Or sorry, we can't predict that because anybody, anything could come in. I said, sure, I get that, I understand. I'm not trying to jump into in front of anyone having a heart attack or a major neurological assault or something. And at the same time, uh, I'm, there's a shift handover. Somebody's telling me that there's a shift handover. All this time, I'm lucky I brought my little snack pack. This is thinking ahead. Okay. Risk assessment 101. I brought a little heated soup and a little sandwich with me. And because never once was anybody, uh, did anybody ask me if I wanted hydration or meal intake in those five Mm -hmm. hours, right? Mm -hmm. They had no pillows. They couldn't find any I asked for some. They were short on pillows to provide any support. And I understand how taxed these workers are, right? It's mm. demanding. At the same time, in the backdrop of this experience was a woman howling in obvious mental health distress, right? Mm. August had some mental health issues, howling and screaming. And uh, it was difficult for the staff, and it was difficult for all of us as patients in this system And I kept thinking about all their cognitive demands and all the distraction and the ambient noise and having that Mm. constant howling that they're not thinking properly. And that was the case. What I found out as I self-advocated again, I said, you know what? I get it that it's hard to predict when I'm going to go in and get my medical imaging, Mm. but I am going to self-discharge because I've got a son at home and now no plan because we've left it too late. I can't really manage this, so I'm going to self-discharge. The minute I said, thank you, I'm self-discharging, boom, a whole bunch of action happened, right? Mm -hmm. Please just wait one moment. And lo and behold, a bit of investigation, the order... From the original registrar was never made. It was never processed for me to have imaging. And that's the only reason I was taking up a bed that I didn't want to be in. Mm. I had offered to give up my bed. I was told, no, don't. Only reason I was in there till late in the evening was that they'd forgotten to place the order. In fact, the imaging room was free and available the whole time.
0: Amazing. and you know, it whilst for me, when you were telling me that that vignette, that scenario, is harrowing, I could I could visualise it all. Um, it, it's not so much who's made an error, who um, who hasn't made an error, none of that. It's that atmosphere, those workers a- oh, have no choice but to. Be, I mean, you, you were there as a visitor, Yes. you were hoping to get out, but imagine t- doing 12 hours
1: of the, that. Yeah, but there's also big design issues in that, that you know, oh, that just shouldn't have huge. been like that in the first place.
2: Huge. huge. And you think about that quote about a good person will fail in a bad system. The Daniel quote, you can't, you, a good person, no matter how good the person is and how hard they're trying, you will fail in a poorly designed system.
0: I see that as you were describing your harrowing experience. Well, not only was there what I would describe as systemic calamity, it was a systematic sequence yes. of, of calamitous <laughs> events. Someone forgot to press the button and say, can we get not Just send the order. That's yeah. right. So, That's so you right. see what I mean by this calamity. It's, it's mm-hmm. not only really, there's this whole of... So mm-hmm. it was dramatic. Now, yeah. <laughs> can only imagine what you <laughs> were going through. The
2: work from home connection is such that I was actually working from home and, and I had to just get myself to the hospital and drive myself, right? <laughs> and I'm just thinking, so what provisions are in place also? If you have a home worker who has some trauma, some medical event, is that your responsibility as an employer? Is it the employee's responsibility to somehow mobilize family that might be non-existent? In my case, I didn't have anyone to help me. My son certainly can't drive yet, right? It confronts us on many levels, the health system design and the home office distributed workforce management, right? There's multiple layers to this work system design. And so I, I, I share my story because I, I shared it with the feedback to the hospital system. I, I and I'm just trying to let you know to, if I hope this prompts some improved system design. I'm also aware that they've had some human factors specialists in Queensland health and some research projects that were not continued and they were focused on good design of work and i'm so disappointed to hear that that has happened because there's some there were some expert people who could model and and simulate and then test improve and iterate better design um you know they're no longer in the system so i happen to just p.s i'm aware of that and really think you guys should reinstitute those kinds of functions because i'm still seeing the tail end evidence of poor poor design as a patient and i can't help but see it you know, from a system view. And yeah. I had to also prompt the things that I needed prescribed and negotiate this. And, and there was one comment from a healthcare provider that says, oh, I see, I guess you've been doing a little bit of research. And I said, well, I've had five hours. Mm-hmm. So I may as so, well be researching right. out of the so, good eye that's working things so, in my phone.
0: <laughs> so that's so interesting, Alan, and I'm wondering, I'm sure some of our listeners would be wondering too, if you did really put your money where your mouth is, and if you walk, do you think the hospital would have panicked because they may have seen some potential liability, some I think it goes on the register.
2: I think it's negative KPIs. Oh, shit, somebody stopped right. discharge and we didn't finalize the intervention. I, I feel right. as well, though the prompt okay, yeah. was because it would be a, a KPI that wouldn't look favorable around <sighs> that team at that time, plus liabilities, right? But
0: potentially, like, suddenly you go off, you drive home, there's an incident, and then there's an in, in investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and I promise I wasn't being the pushy American, you know, uh, straight out of you know the movies. I promise I was not playing that role. I was very no, patient. You waited five hours. You waited I five, five hours. hours, and I and yeah. I repeatedly asked nicely, and I said, I understand. I'm not asking to be pushed forward. I'm just saying what I need to know what's happening yeah. in the system so I can make home plans. But if I I work for myself, right? But if I worked for you know your
1: university or mm-hmm. your law firm, you know, how would I be supported? Curious. Well, it's it's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting question um if a worker is working from home and they need to get to hospital and they're incapable of getting themselves to hospital where's the employer's responsibility Judy, that's right and it's it's a similar question to remote workers if you have a remote worker and they need to get to hospital where's the employer's responsibility and, and i think that highlights that Employers do have a responsibility for people working at home, and if a person working at home needs to get a go to hospital, an employer does say, must have some degree of responsibility.
2: I mean, we talked in episode twelve, season three, Traj, about. Your experience—you've got the fire blanket and the fire extinguisher, and you have all of the. Hey team, let's have a plan for the whole family, you know, and and it's still prompting me to to institute that, and I can tell you right now, I haven't.
0: It's got right? a tag toaster. Tagged toaster. Yes, well, when I say tag toaster, um, when the electrician comes in to do things for me, but I don't do my own electrical work, so when he does stuff, I say, can you please check my toaster and my coffee machine because they're my two go-tos. What about I'll, your microwave? Um, I'll yeah. you All right. It all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Very very you well. I said, like, can you have a look the at this hair as dryer, well? Because the hairdryer, the hairdryer. How did you know about my hair dryer? It's got an arm and that wafts through it. It's, how did you know about my, that I take extra care of my hairdryer, which is tested yes I had introduced my phone charger. Now, this is a good example. I brought that to the premises and I use it because it's for my phone, my charger, but someone um, at work, so I leave it at work for charging, someone to tag and test it. So there's a nice wow. little synergy. Uh, Because clearly, obviously, there are days it will work from home. I take it. You know, if I am emulating my experience Mm, in the mm. traditional office, yeah, I want to make sure I've got a fire. But I already had that. working I had my fire blanket. I had the little fire hydrant. I had had my little things. I had all that stuff. I'm just no pun intended. I'm wired that way.
2: You're wired that way. Well, I have, for the record, I've not yet heard back from the hospital after they solicited (laughs) feedback. It was one of those routine feedbacks. So I'll be interested to hear what feedback I receive, if any. And... uh, And I am, you know, I like reflections, right? And you know, I like to help educate. So I have made a point of calling the GPs that helped me that did not know to follow this path and did not know anything about MTHFR, the mother effer gene that I call it. I'm making sure that they know about this so that they can help anyone in future and they have an early response to triage so that somebody doesn't get to the point that I did where I needed that... Emergency room, I didn't want to consume resources, and I certainly didn't want to have that health experience or ill health experience. And uh, um, you know I think giving feedback is really important so people can continually to regenerate good design. So do you give feedback to ACU, for example, Australian Catholic University about how you manage? your home office. How, you, how is that a, a symbol, a case study for other people to learn from that? You have a fire blanket, you have a plan, you
0: have electrical reviews. Well, I haven't been invited specifically. However, during our committee meetings, we, we talk about various you know, work from home policies and we have a pretty impressive checklist, which covers off many things. But it's getting back to the when you mentioned the feedback, all I could think of was um, continuous improvement. Yeah. So what was static, what was a good working from home list, say, prior to COVID, during COVID and after COVID, um, great. I think it should be an ongoing live uh, document for continuous improvement to assure that people are, to the best of everybody's ability, working in a safe environment. have to see word, right communication,
2: communication and communication. consultation.
0: So it doesn't end there.
2: So, Alan, if... An employer had to defend themselves from an experience either like mine and and there's, there might have been a breakdown in the system of getting health care or an experience where there's a fire at home and they didn't institute a policy or a procedure or a method of educating people how, how to manage fires at home. How are you going to
1: defend that? What, what starts that process? I think there's enormous vulnerability for employers, for workers that are working from home and largely because we haven't thought it through. Mm -hmm. It's all so new, isn't it? It's all so new. It was sort of foisted on us in a big way during the pandemic, and we just really haven't got our house in order yet. No pun intended. (laughs) So what we're hearing a lot is that now there's this huge shift in the media
2: about there are some employers demanding a return to the office Mm -hmm. because I think of this uncontrolled uncertainty around it. And yet... There are some employees who've got some great vulnerabilities. I've heard about employees who used to work in Sydney were told, yeah, you can can work from home anywhere. So they've relocated to the Sunshine Coast. And now if they get told to go back to work, that is a huge impact on their lives. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some employers are now saying, look, the happy number for us is... 3 days. Mm. 2 days are flexible and I, I it's not really work from home. I call it work from anywhere because you could be at a cafe, you could be, mm. you know, here downstairs in the library, you could be at your your children's school and still finding a little nook and cranny while they're doing their mm-hmm. sport. It's work from anywhere, right? WFA. Hybrid? We like that word. Hybrid still mm. implies one or the other, like home or office. Like so, a hybrid car. Woofa. work from anywhere. Woofa. 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 work the university, woofer, Oh, but. Like subwoofer.
0: <laughs> where? Woofer.
2: Well, I guess that's the fear, isn't it? And that's yet the I'm fear. one of those people that oh, I work okay. extra when I'm from home. Like yeah. I am putting in early mornings and late nights. So there are some people who are so incredibly committed, and I think that'll just be their nature, no matter what. Uh, and others who you might have to monitor, yeah. no matter where they were. Right. There and has to be some thing. trust and respect it's to be around this.
0: It. So the reason I threw it out there, probably, oh is because you know, woofer, woofer, um, <laughs> you're going to have the people who will gain the system and others who probably, Alan, you mentioned this in the very first season, um, they may overwork and who's keeping an and eye on the on the overly industrious 12 hours a right. day. So there's got to be communication. It's not, even a, it's not even a question of trust. Yeah. It's a question of conversation.
2: Are you having
0: that conversation? Yeah. So, have you ever been called a woofer? Never. Never. <laughs> I can prove so it with ready. my cake Are you called the Yeah, no, never. Nah, no, 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 no. Well, I don't think of an acronym when you're a
2: Overwork.
0: <laughs> anyway, we'll have to think about that
2: but th- This is the whole thing about working from home. Control is what I think people yeah. are rebelling against. Yeah. If I'm told I must do anything, right, the right. national rebel in me goes, ah, freaks out. That's right. You know,
0: and if you don't, you'll be fined, or there'll be, um, yeah, there'll be consequences. And yeah. you can involve it's...
2: people in a participatory way to, and, uh, to engage mm. them in deciding which tasks, which systems, which experiences, which seasons of work require more of our commitment together as a team in the same space yeah. and which might not and how do we how do we manage that web and flow without being so ritualistic and, and formal and rules mm. but I understand the need to feel like, there is some sense of control, you know, as you're saying, Alan, oh, well, I get that. I get that you feel like you need to know that, that it's the fear of the unknown that often rocks people, right? But
0: yeah, it's true. I think, I think at- there's
1: multiple drivers here, and I don't want to suggest that safety is the only driver, but from an employer's perspective, it's very hard to manage the safety of workers when they're working from home.
2: Yeah, and, and, and yet performance has to be there, and some people will perform better with the, the autonomy to make those decisions about where they work best for which tasks.
1: Sure, right? but I mean, even high performers should be safe. Yeah.
2: When this is what you're talking about in terms of uh, the boundaries that you mentioned, Traj, about, well, what happens for a high performer who are actually more prone to burnout, mm. you know, uh, because mm. they're so impassioned, because they're so committed, because
1: they'll do the extra plus-plus. Right. Yeah, especially if they do that type of work, which um, you know, they might be in the health industry where they're looking at looking after people who are suffering, or, or ambulance legal. Uh, workers, uh, yeah. you know, or even prosecutors. Yeah, you, know, you talked about um, confronting
2: very difficult yep. information. People mm. who have to review legal yep. claims or child abuse claims, that mm. kind of thing, where it's confronting information and you can't really get a gauge on how they're mm. feeling and how they're responding.
1: Mm. Yeah yeah So I certainly in the in' the type of work that I do it's it's very common for there to be photographs in the material oh. of an incident scene and our fresh-faced new lawyers who mm. come and work for us, they often find that very confronting. And difficult.
2: Now, so what about Alan, the boundaries that erode yeah. from work? You know, the the conversations we've had about mm-hmm. being on a Zoom meeting, and yet somebody's <laughs> something. Yeah. <in> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you I,
1: know, I, people yeah. have
2: taken their laptops bad, into the into yeah. the loo, and then caught that they
0: forgot that they turned the <laughs>
2: camera off. Like, <laughs> <Well>, that's <is laughs> the reality <laughs> okay.
0: of privacy. <Okay>. Okay. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to stick with Alan's um, do, you, do you do you? You know, you're getting back to those confronting images. <laughs> Yes. Uh, do you have to look at those photos? Alan's blushing yes, you now. you do. You do. Do you have to? Uh, does your yeah? Does your Junior have to look at them? Yes, because it, yeah, they do. You've been listening to Trage, Sarah, and Alan. And if you really enjoyed this show, share this with a friend. Submit your five-star rating on your favourite podcast streaming service. Keep listening and send in your stories. You can email us at hello at ywork.com.au And of course, sign in to our newsletter. You can head straight to our website at www dot we can't wait to learn about the trouble you've seen in the workplace and remember none of the things we've talked about today should be construed as legal advice or any other type of advice we're just here to talk about all things related to work and we hope you enjoyed as much as we do we love it see you next time